Hi, welcome to the Braintree High Student Press Podcast. I'm Finn. I'm Jack. And I'm Juliana. In this week's episode, we'll be talking about the snow delay, the math team, and conflicts in Israel and Palestine coming to a halt. How is everybody today? Doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good as well, but tired of it being the first week back from break. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a struggle being back after a long break. Break felt really long for me. I don't know about you guys. It felt super short. For me, it felt really long, too. What did you do during break? Um, well, I went to Disney, and then halfway through it, I actually got super-duper sick. And then I, like, physically could not get out of bed. Or if I did, I'd have to, like, hold on to the wall. So I missed, mm-hmm. like, half my trip because I was sick in Disney. Like, what do you, you couldn't walk without the wall? Like, I, I, I got really dizzy. Like, I, whenever I stood up, I get super lightheaded and dizzy. And, like, I, like, fall over and almost faint. You got dizzy at Disney? <sighs> yeah, yeah, yes, yes, I did. That's funny. <laughs> I didn't do much over break. I just slept. Make any pasta? No, I didn't. Um, oh, wait. No, I did for a school project. Don't ask. Um, one thing I was really annoyed with... Um, this week was the snow delay yeah i felt that because it was like we weren't sure if we were gonna have a snow day or not and i know other schools did have a snow day but i wasn't like other schools around us yeah because it was like it ended up being like there was like literally no snow or there was but it was like two inches and then it was what Thayer and Quincy had a snow day. Yeah, I honestly feel like they should have just given us a snow day because we haven't got any snow this year. So with the little snow we got, they should have just given us a day for the one day we had snow. I'm kind of happy we didn't have a snow day though because I, I want to get out as early as possible because I think right now we're getting out the 16th or around there. Well, would the snow day even like affect it? If we have, isn't it like you have to have five snow days and then after that it starts adding on to the end of the year? I, I honestly don't know. I, I'd rather not take the chances of... I just think delays mess everything up, you know? It it ruins the schedule. Um, it just makes everything short, and it, it ruins the time for learning. Yeah, yeah I really That's feel That's what's that. most important. No, but I mean, I'm not complaining, though. It was nice. I got, like, although, like, just waking up late for school... This is just nice because you're like, I'm always tired in the morning. But then, you know, at like 9, I'm awake. So speaking of snow, here's some snow-related trivia based on um, activities that people have done over February break. All right, first question. What year was the first Winter Olympics? I feel like I'm just thinking about how old the Olympics is because it goes back to, like, Greek times, but I don't know how, like, it was, like, modernized. Okay, um... Well, this is Winter Olympics, so it's oh, modern-ish. Yeah. Like, I want to say like 1930, 1936, around there. I don't know. I'll go a little bit earlier. I'll say 1920. All right. The answer was 1924, so wait, what did you say? I said 1930. All right, so um, Juliana gets the point. Next question. What country did ice hockey come from? It's kind of an easy one. Canada. Canada. Yeah. Thanks, Canada. All right. Uh, next question. Which state has the most ski resorts? Vermont? I'm not really sure. Um, maybe, like, 
I don't know, maybe like Colorado or something. So this one, um, it's kind of surprising. The answer was New York. Really? Yeah. That's I weird. don't know why. I feel like they're not very big skiers over there. Probably not. I thought they just... Next question. <laughs> when was the first ski lift invented? What? I don't... Ski lift. It takes you Yeah, no, no, no. I know what it is. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to go with, my, like, 1930. Um, I'm also going to say 1930. I think that's a pretty good guess. You were both really close. The answer was 1936. Oh. So, um, I'd say you guys tied, but I think Juliana got more points because you only got one, right, Finn? <laughs> yeah. <gasps> All right. Um, thanks for playing along today, guys. Thanks. I really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to learn about winter festivities. And now for our share. With many competitions on the rise this coming spring at BHS, one team stands out in particular, the Braintree High math team. Led by Miss Wood, students compete with other schools to determine who comes out on top in the subject of mathematics. To get more information, we talked with Miss Wood to further understand how the math team works. Describe what the math team is and what they do. So we are a group of students uh, who love mathematics um, and love problem solving and, and doing math that is a part of the, the normal curriculum at Braintree, but also uh, outside of the classes that kids are taking. How did you become the coach of the math team? So my second year teaching here, um, the two teachers who were currently running math team um, retired. So there was an opening. And at that time, actually, Ms. Squires and I took over math team. Uh, and since then, it's kind of been a bunch of different math teachers have stepped in and out. But uh, I've pretty much been working with the math team since my first year here. How do the students prepare for a competition? So we meet on Tuesdays after school, uh, and we have previous meets. Um, so every meet there's five different rounds uh, and three questions per round. And so the organizer of the meets makes all the old competition materials available to us. Um, so we pretty much just spend time going over the old questions and making sure we understand the topics um, uh, and looking over any, you know, material from classes that may assist us in, in learning those topics. How do the math team competitions work? So there's five rounds, five individual rounds, um, and we can have six students in each of those rounds. Um, so each student on our team would be competing in three different rounds. Um, so we have the five individual rounds that each have three questions. So the students go to a room, they have 10 minutes to complete those three questions, uh, and then the teachers are scoring them. And then after those five individual rounds are done, we have a team round where the, the kids work together on another three questions. And again, they have 10 minutes to work on it. Um, and then we just tally up all the scores to, to see who the winner is. To be better acquainted with the student side of the math team, we spoke to member Andreas Toyas to see just how great it is to be a part of the math team. The best part about being on the math team is all the collaboration that we get to do. And uh, at practices, we all get to work together and we all get to discuss and find out how to solve 
uh, different problems and complex problems that even though we're independent at the actual meets, we all get to work together at practices. How does Miss Wood motivate you in the competitions? Oh, because Miss Wood loves math as much, like really loves math. So her excitement about math and the things that we're doing in math team helps motivate us in when we're actually doing the problems because her excitement uh, kind of trickles down to us. Students, uh, they're, they're really, um, they're the reason I got into teaching. They're enthusiastic about math. Um, you know, they don't necessarily always know all the answers, um, but they're not expected to. It's just coming with an open mind and, and enjoying learning and enjoying improving their math skills uh, and just having fun together. It's not an individual team by any means. Um, it's the communication, the, the conversations that they have. Um, as long as they're enjoying themselves, that's all that matters. Um, and it's, it's just a fun group of people to work with. Finally, I dropped the big question that everyone wants to know. Would you consider math team a sport? Oh, um, it's a team. I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I don't necessarily think it's a sport, but uh, it's absolutely a team that requires a lot of the skills um, that a sport would, would involve. Um, so, you know, you've got to have the teamwork, uh, which sports rely so much on. Uh, but there's also a lot of the individual, um, the practice that's important, just like for a sport. Um, so from an athletic standpoint, no, but absolutely a lot of the same things that are important in sports are also important with math team. The math team has shown that things that we learn in school can be used in a fun and competitive way to further engage students into the subject at hand. It is a nice way for students to collaborate with each other and with teachers, building important life skills such as teamwork and problem solving. Reporting for WAMP TV Podcast, this is Jack Brown. All right, and now for the headlines. Ever since the creation of Israel, there's been conflict between Israelis and Palestinians, mainly revolving over territory of the holy city, city Jerusalem. Have you, you guys, I think we learned about this in history, right? Or some, some people? About Israel? Yeah, Israel and Palestine. Um, I feel like we learned about it in like middle school. I'm not too educated on the subject though. I know last year, I think, we learned a little bit about it, just like what's happened over the past years, like since the 1900s. This conflict was going on since 1947, when Israel was first established. There's been countless acts of violence, death, and other wrongs that have been committed while the conflict has been going on. However, after a meeting on Sunday, February 26th, Israeli and Palestinian officials have come to, to a joint statement saying they would be de-escalating violence between one another. The partial reason for this meeting was due to anxiety because of the escalating violence while the Muslim holiday Ramadan approaches in late March. Both sides agreed to a three to six month period in which they would reestablish and continue building internal infrastructure and construction. This is important because I feel like for the first time in a while they've kind of you know, de-escalated de violence and like kind of come to an agreement. And also, like, it shows that relations could be getting better and a, an end of a conflict could be coming. Yeah, I, um, I haven't seen anything about this, so this is pretty new to me, but, like, the fact that they're going to be, like, taking time to, like, respect the the religious holiday they have, which, like, means a lot to them, I think that's really cool how they're going to try and basically de-escalate the violence just so they could enjoy the holiday.
Yeah, I, I haven't heard much about this either. I definitely feel like it's something people need to be like more educated on, like what's going on over there. But I think it's very good like that they're trying to stop the violence or decrease it. Yeah. It, uh, it's been going on for a like, really long time, 1947. Yeah. So I feel like, I don't know, I feel like once it does come like to an end, it'll be like like a relief on one of the sh- But it's also like you can't really say like they, it's hard to come to agreement over something like that that has such like a cult, such a big cultural value like Jerusalem is a really like historically and like religiously important city so it's kind of hard to share it properly with two religions and be kind of like interfering with one another and thank you all for listening you can follow us on social media at womp tv on instagram tiktok and youtube Have a great week, everyone.